but we will get those next week, give those out. If you would, open your Bibles to Matthew 27, and we'll be looking at verse 22. Last week, we answered the question, who is Jesus? Who is Jesus? And we looked at Jesus Christ, who he is, and why we need him in our lives. Now, the question, who is Jesus, leads us to the question we're going to be looking at today. And that question is equally important. It's equally important. And the question that who is Jesus, the question that that leads to is, what will we do with Jesus? Once we know who Jesus Christ is, what will we do with him? What will we do with him? And that's a question that comes up every time someone hears the gospel. So not only must we answer who is Jesus, we must also answer what will we do with Jesus. And today, again, this is the question we're going to look at. Matthew 27, verse 22, it's written, Pilate said unto them, What shall I do then with Jesus, which is called Christ? They all said to him, Let him be crucified. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, as we come before you today, I just ask your blessings upon the reading of your word. Just be with us today, Lord, as we worship. Just illuminate your word for us and help us just to take what we learn today and apply it into our daily walk. And again, Lord, I just pray that you would be with those that could not make it today, those that are sick and shut in, those that have lost loved ones. We just lift each one up to you, Lord, and just ask your blessings upon each one. And again, Lord, we also just thank you for the fathers. We thank you, Lord, for being our heavenly father. And Lord, we just thank you for all that you do for us and all that our fathers do for us. And Lord, I just pray that you would be with them today and just give them a special blessing today. And Lord, I just pray again that you would just speak through me today and give me the words to say. Hide me behind the cross and let the words that are spoken be your words. And Lord, if there's anyone here today that doesn't know you as Lord and Savior, if there's anyone that needs to make any decision, I pray that you would speak to their hearts. We just ask all of these things in your Son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen. When you look at this verse, the circumstances of this verse are different than the circumstances that would happen today when we ask the question, what will I do with Jesus? But the reason I want to look at this question is because of the response of the Jewish leaders. The response of the Jewish leaders. Now, the verbal response of the Jewish leaders would be different than what would be seen today, but not the internal response. The verbal response of the Jewish leaders was, let, you know, let him be crucified. 
but we have to look at the underlying feeling, the underlying response to what prompted what they said, because that is what we see in the world today. And the response of the Jewish leaders was one of rejection. When Pilate asked them the question, what will I do or what shall I do with Jesus Christ? They rejected him. They said, let him be crucified. And that's what we see in the world today. People rejecting Jesus Christ. When confronted with the question, what shall I do with Jesus Christ? They reject him. They reject him. Now when we look at this chapter... Jesus has been arrested. He's been arrested. He's already appeared before the Jewish leaders. And after appearing with the Jewish leaders, he's turned over to the Romans. And he appears before Pontius Pilate. And while he is before Pilate, if you look over in John at his trial, Pilate found no fault in him. And we look here, Pilate did not find any fault with Christ. Because when the Jewish leader said, let him be crucified, you can see Pilate ask, well, what's he done? Christ hadn't done anything to be crucified or put to death. Pilate found no fault with Jesus. But he asks. If you look back at verse 22, he asks, What shall I do with Jesus, which is called Christ? And that's a question that everyone must answer. It's a question everyone must answer. Everyone who, who hears the gospel message is faced with that question. What shall I do with him? So not only must one answer the question, who is Jesus Christ, when they hear the gospel, they have to answer, what will I do with him? What will I do with him? They must decide what they're going to do with him. Think about your own life. You've heard the gospel message. You ask yourself the question, who is Jesus Christ? You answer that question. And after you answer that question, you have to decide what you're going to do with him. Why? Because it's the same thing that the Jewish leaders confronted. When Jesus Christ was in their midst, they were confronted by one fact. And these are the things that confronted them whenever they listened to his teachings. They were confronted by sin, by their own sin. Because that's what Jesus Christ does. When we hear the gospel message, he makes us confront our sin. We know what he did for sin. We know that he died on the cross. He makes us confront sin. 
So not only do we have the question, who is Jesus Christ? And the answer, the Son of God, the one who died for our sins, he makes us confront sin. Which is making us confront something about ourselves. We have to confront our sins. And this is because when we come face to face with Jesus Christ, we come face to face with the cross. He makes us confront our sins. Who is Jesus? He's the one that died for our sins. And then that leads to the question, what do we do with him? Once we're confronted with our sins, what do we do with Jesus Christ? What are you going to do with him? And Pilate asked this of the Jewish leaders. What shall I do with Jesus? What shall I do with him? And as I said earlier, the circumstances were different. Jesus was arrested. He was on trial. The Jewish leaders had found him guilty. So this was his sentencing. Pilate was basically asking, how am I going to sentence him? What am I going to do with him? Yet, when the Jewish leaders said, let him be crucified, they had rejected him. They had rejected him. The response was a rejection of everything that Jesus had taught. Now think about this. They had heard all of Jesus' teachings. They had spies. They knew what he was saying. And then some of them that, that had been at his trial had even went there personally and heard him teach. So they knew what he had been teaching. They knew what he had been saying. But then think about something else. They had also witnessed the miracles and had heard about the miracles. They knew Jesus had fed the multitudes. They knew that Jesus had healed the lame, the people with palsies. He had healed the deaf. He had he had gave sight to the blind, speech to the mute. They knew these things, but they also knew that he had raised the dead. Because if you remember, in the Gospel of John, after Christ had, had raised Lazarus from the dead, what did the Jewish leaders want to do? They wanted to kill Lazarus. So people wouldn't hear about it. So they knew all of these things about Jesus Christ. And whenever they said, let him be crucified, that was a rejection of him. That was a rejection of his teachings. That was a rejection of all the miracles. That was a rejection of him being their king and their Messiah. They rejected him. But so did Pilate. So did Pilate. 
Because Pilate knew he was innocent. The Jewish leaders knew Jesus was innocent. Yet they rejected him. But they were there personally to see these things that was taking place, and they still rejected him. And when you think about the Jewish leaders and you think about Pilate, when hearing what Jesus was doing and then witnessing what Jesus was doing, they had to ask themselves the question, who is Jesus? Who is he? And his teachings and the miracles fulfilled prophecy. So they should have came up, the Jewish leader should have came to one conclusion. He's the Messiah. But they rejected him. They rejected him because they feared the consequences. Because if they had received him as the Messiah, they were going to lose their positions. Well, here's the king. The Messiah's here. He's going to change all the things that we are doing. They didn't want to lose their power. And we see that from their response in the book of John. If we don't do something with him, we're going to lose our possessions. That's what they said. They feared the consequences. And thus they rejected the teachings of Christ. But think about something. When people reject him today, they do the same thing. They fear the consequence of receiving him. They fear the consequences of giving up their sins. But if you think about something, there is no consequence to giving up your sins. Because when you give up your sin, what are you doing? You're giving up your pride. You're humbling yourself before Christ. You're giving up the thing that has put you at enmity with God. Yet people reject Christ because they fear the consequences of receiving him the same as the Jewish leaders feared the consequences of receiving him. They were confronted with the question of who is Jesus Christ and they rejected him. Because that question led to the next one. What will we do with him? What will we do with him? They rejected him. They rejected him. Rejecting the teachings of Christ. Even though they had his teachings. Even though they saw the miracles. 
They rejected Jesus Christ. And they told Pilate to crucify him. But if you think about something, they had a choice. The Jews had a choice. They could have received him as their Messiah. Or they could reject him. That was the choice. Receive him or reject him. And they rejected him. And they rejected him again after seeing everything that he had done. It's mind-boggling that they would do that. But that's what they did. But today, people are still the same. People are still the same. They still reject him. After hearing the gospel message, they reject him. After knowing what he did on the cross, they reject him. Because they don't want to give up sin. Because they fear the consequences of receiving him as their Lord and Savior. Because if you ask people who is Jesus Christ, the majority will tell you he's the Son of God. But when it comes to the point where they have to do something with him, they reject him. Because they do not want to give up a life of sin. But knowing who he is leads to the question, what will you do with him? What will you do with him? And people, even though they know he's the son of God, even though they know that he died on the cross for their sins, Whenever confronted with the question, what will you do with him, they reject. They reject him. But people have a choice to make. They can receive Christ and repent of their sins, or they can reject him. The Jews rejected him. The Jews rejected him. And many people in society reject him. But here's the thing, even people who say that they're Christians reject him. And we've seen that in the last few years. These people that were, were singers or are active in the church, then all of a sudden one day they say that they're no longer Christians. They've rejected him. But the thing is, is they were never Christians to begin with. But we know who Jesus is. He is the Son of God. The one who died for us. Who died for our sins. Knowing this, what will you do with him? What will you do with him? 
And there are only two answers to that question. One can be like the Jewish leaders and rejecting. And in doing so, you can continue in your sins. Because that's what happens after you reject Christ. You just continue in your sins. But then one day, you're going to face him. And he's going to be your judge. And you will be judged for your sins and you'll be judged for rejecting them. Or, you can receive him. Believe on him and repent of your sins and turn to him. Be converted from your sins. And in doing so, when you face him, you'll face him and he'll be your savior. Your king, your Lord, and your God. What will you do with Jesus? Answer that as we stand for prayer. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, as we come before you, just thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you, Lord, that we could just have this day today where we could come and worship. Lord, I just pray that you would be with us during this time of invitation. Again, Lord, if there's anyone here that doesn't know you as Lord and Savior, if there's anyone that needs to make any decision, pray that you would speak to their hearts. Just continue to be with them. Be with us today. We just ask this in your Son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you're here today and need to make any decision, come as we sing. Number